Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. I'm Charles Hathaway, and today we're going to talk about the blue giant hyssop. Agastache funiculum is the uh, botanical name. And it is in the mint Lamiaceae family. Okay, so hyssop, uh, the, the blue giant hyssop, or anise hyssop, it is, as it's probably more commonly called, is a very underrated plant that uh, is a perennial that really ought to be better understood and better used. So let's talk a little bit how to how to grow it, and then we'll talk about how it can be used as food. First off, anise hyssop is cold hardy down from zones four to eight, which means uh, from the cold perspective, it can withstand cold down to negative 30 degrees Fahrenheit. The soil pH preference for the uh, uh, anise hyssop is 6.0 to 7.0. The watering needs are fairly low. Remember, this is in the mint family. Um, it will love it, probably, if you do give it more water, but uh, it's not going to complain about drought if or once it gets established. And um, the uh, blooming season is summer. That's when you'll see all the flowers. The harvest season, now it can be harvested pretty much any time, but uh, when you really, when it's at its best, um, would probably be right after the flowers are past full bloom um, because that's when the oil content of the leaves are highest and uh, so that would be the ideal time to harvest but again you can harvest at any time as far as pollination for seed if you're trying to get it to go to seed and spread and or if you to get seed so that you can plant it elsewhere as well um, the uh, blue giant hyssop doesn't need a second plant to grow seed. And, uh, and it's a fabulous pollinator. You will see all kinds of, of uh, pollinators on this uh, plant. And it's not the kind of thing that you're likely to see growing alone anyway, especially once you get it going. Again, like mint, if you've ever grown mint, it it's, grows kind of out and everywhere. That said, it's not as aggressive as mint is. We'll get to that. Now, the size at maturity, when it's when it's as full size, is about two to three feet tall, and one and a half feet wide. Its sun's sun preferences is full hot sun. It likes a good roasting in the sun, you might say. And its preferred habitat, if it could choose, would probably be. Hot sun, but well-drained soil, and not clay. It kind of is partial to non-clay. So if you've got an area of your yard that doesn't have clay, that's probably a good place for it, especially if it gets good hard sun. The average lifespan of the blue giant hyssop is three years, which is to say that it is a short-lived perennial, if it only lasts three years. However, they do fairly well... Um, growing by seed. So there's no reason this shouldn't be able to establish itself perennially um, and keep coming back by growing new anise hyssop from seed. The uh, growth rate is very fast. Once it gets started, it will take off. The reproductive rate is probably medium. It's not like mint, which is very high 
reproductive rate. This is medium. It's mostly propagated by seed, but some of it is propagated by roots as well. And being in the mint family, I have very strong suspicion that you could propagate it by rooting cuttings. That seems to be very common among mint family is, you know, cut it off, strip off most of the leaves, if not all, put it in water, and you will see roots starting to come out at the nodules, probably within, you know, two, three weeks, um, pretty easily, I would imagine. Uh, that's only speculation, though. Uh, I'd, I'd love to hear if any of you have experience with that. But naturally speaking, in terms of it propagating itself, mostly seed, um, though a little bit through roots. And if, and if it does sprout new ones through roots, don't be, don't, don't be scared off by that. Don't think, oh no, it's taking over the world. Because remember, this stuff only lives about three years. So the plant that it came from is not going to be there in a couple of years. And you will appreciate that it sent out a new runner. Because those new runners, even though they're clones of the original, are considered a new plant, biologically. A new plant of the same plant, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Okay, so what do you do with anise hyssop or blue giant hyssop? It can be, the leaves can be eaten raw or cooked. Um, the flowers as well. Flowers are very popular for some of the uh, sweeter recipes, teas and so forth. Um, but the leaves also. Um, this is one of the plants out there. There must be something to flavors in the plant kingdom because there are flavors that recur um, despite the fact that they may be pretty much unrelated other than the fact that they're both plants. And this is one of them, that licorice-like flavor, anise. They call it anise hyssop because it tastes like anise, which is that black licorice flavor. And so if you're looking for a black licorice flavor, this could be a fabulous way to go because so many other uh, licorice flavored things like the actual anise plant don't do as well in colder climates. Now if you're in a warmer climate, six or above say, then you'll have no problem with things like that. But with the um, hyssop, the giant hyssop, you should be able to do just fine even down to zone four. As far as the um, you know, how it compares with other things. The flavor itself is considered excellent. Um, it's, it's also rather versatile in the kitchen when you're cooking with it. It's, it can be used in, I've seen salad recipes, like green salads, uh, stuffed peppers that are seasoned with anise hyssop, anise hyssop spices, um, sometimes mixed with sumac uh, for flavoring breads and different things. I've even seen a, a recipe for anise hyssop whoopie pie, which is kind of a, if you're picturing pie, you're not quite there yet. Imagine a couple of, of soft, puffy sugar cookies with kind of a whipped cream, chocolate whipped cream in the middle uh, between them, sandwiched like an Oreo. Um, that's kind of what they look like. Um, but of course, with that with a touch of that licorice flavor that comes out of the hyssop. And I will include that recipe as well as some of the others on our recipe Pinterest board, which you can find 
by going to our website, wildtater.com, and click on Food Forest Recipes. And then, of course, you know, most common probably is the anise hyssop tea, which has that licorice flavor. I I have not had it myself, but this um, this licorice flavor seems to be something, like I mentioned, that keeps showing up in nature. And it's something in various families, plant families, that keeps coming up. And it's a... I have looked it up before, and I don't remember what the particular chemicals are that do it, but they're very good for us and so forth. And some of their, you know, health benefits are, you know, can be um, found out there. You can do some more research if you're interested in that. But, uh, but I made myself some French tarragon tea yesterday. Actually, it was licorice tea, but I I usually pour in extra water, um, hot water, and um, throw in some French tarragon and it just gives it it goes from being this subtle licorice flavor to being this intense really delicious uh, licorice flavor and uh, I think you would probably get the same effect with the anise hyssop which also called blue giant hyssop so give it a try grow yourself some I think you will not regret it with that thank you again for listening